0: there. Thank you for listening to Intuition Your First Sense. This episode I interviewed Jasmine Haley. She is a dynamic chick that I have been following on social media and listening to her podcast and just thoroughly enjoying her energy, her essence, and the brilliant information that she gives. And I wanted to have her on because I really think that her ability to strategize and to lead and to help entrepreneurs break through to excellence, which is the name of her program. And I will link all of that in the show notes. I'm just so impressed by her whole essence. And I wanted to bring her on. Like I've said before, if I don't know a lot of the information, I will bring on the experts and I know you will enjoy her. And I'm so grateful that she agreed to come on my podcast. Thank you for listening and let's get started. Jasmine Haley, thank you so much for joining me on Intuition, Your First Sense. I have... I don't really like the term followed. I became aware of you about, I'm going to say five or six months ago, and I truly have been following on Instagram and blog and all of that because everything I do is based on energy, and I love your energy. It's very open. It's what you see is what you get. You know, there's a transparency there that I feel like people are thirsty for. Like, they're really craving the honesty. It's about honesty. And, and you know, we may BS ourselves, but we're not going to BS other people. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. And uh, you want to give the the an amazing people listening a little background on who you are. I think you'll do it better than I will. And then I have some <laughs> questions. <laughs>
1: so yeah, so thank you so much, Vicki, for um, having me on your show. First of all, I'm very appreciative. Um, little did you know, I actually put out energy into the world last week or the week prior to that on how I wanted to be on some more shows. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> lo and behold, you con- you've contacted me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am by trade a registered dental hygienist. And I have loved the dental field since I was 13 years old. I knew I wanted to be in the dental field, wind up going to a vocational high school for dental assisting, moving forward into dental hygiene school. And I wind up specializing in working with um, adverse populations, like persons living with HIV, dealing with substance use disorder, and um, working in a trauma-informed way. And I wind up leaving clinical practice to teach, And I became extremely burnt out, um, and I was dealing with stress-induced illness because I was in a very toxic work environment. I was a typical woman that said, okay, as long as I stay here in this area, as long as I'm a good person, I'll be able to deal with it. And I dealt with it for a couple of years until it started to manifest in a uh, physical way. And so I made the tough decision to leave that job after four years and start my business. And I didn't know what in the world I was doing. Um, I knew that I wanted to empower other hygienists that were dealing with burnout or self doubt. Um, I've had some trauma in my life as a child that I didn't heal from. So there's a lot of things on why I handled the stress the way that I did. It wasn't just the environment, it was my ability not to, um, not, being taught the proper ways to handle stress, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and being from a traumatic background, a lot of times you choose uh, environments that feel normal to you, right. right? It can be unhealthy, but it's your normal. Right. So I started my business, grew it to six figures and decided that at 2019, I was going to stop serving just dental hygienists and be able to work with entrepreneurial women who were interested in scaling their business to their first 100k. I knew that um, I needed to make that change in my business because I am firmly uh, dedicated to creating a lasting legacy that's beyond just me. So not only am I uh, serving by example for my girls, which is Mm -hmm. a major reason why I needed to to stop playing life small and make the changes I needed to make. But I um, knew that there are too many women out there like myself who come from disadvantaged backgrounds that don't really get the opportunity to see other people who look like them, who've come from same circumstances and get over some of that mindset trash that prevents them from moving forward with their goals. So I essentially help empower entrepreneurial women to get over that fear, get over that doubt, and scale to their first 100K.
0: Wow. That is a lot and impressive and heart touching for me. Uh, because we hear so much in business about, grow your business, be big, do this, and, uh, and the heart's sometimes missing. Uh, so to have that incorporated, First of all that's where lasting success comes from, I think anyway, is when we're, when we 're lined up, we have that heart place, and we are of service um, to others as well as ourselves. you know we have to be in there too, so the ability to see that to recognize it within yourself and then want to model it you want to say, Hey, come on, let's go. We don't know it all, but let's go. And that's been, that's one of the reasons I've enjoyed your, your Instagram lives and your videos and stuff, because I'm like, she gets it. There's, there's a, I think a mixed message in entrepreneurship that first we already have to know everything uh, because we put that label on ourselves, but also <laughs> that we we have to do it in this knock down, drag out, competitive level up, just get the number of followers. And I used to joke that I don't play well with others, but that's not true. It's just that there's a certain lane or a certain vibrational frequency that I play best at. And that is... I, same as you, that I want it to be more than what I do or even who I am. You know, what I do in the world isn't as important as how I am in the world. So, you know, I started about six months ago thinking, I don't want to do this all by myself anymore. I've done it 20 years. It's been fantastic. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I've been doing this. That's a while. impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> let's, let's just, let me, let me just clap for that right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if we're on this podcast. That is amazing. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Wow. Um, so I, it, I love the energy that's coming about and, the, and there's been such a morphing and I hear you talk about that and how you've shifted your business recently. And you mentioned some of it. First of all, can we talk about the name? Because I, I know because my sister's a dental hygienist, but beyond the profi, can you explain <laughs> what that means? So beyond the profi, um, tell me about that because I, I love, I just love it. So, so, but I think sometimes people don't know the vocabulary. So if we help them with that. um,
1: So my business is actually called Beyond the Profi. That is, that is, that is what it is, right? Um, I am doing business though in my name. But when I first started, uh, Beyond the Profi essentially meant to me to have an elevated thinking and measure of uh, commitment to, serving with excellence beyond just the clinical care. So a profi is a cleaning. And a lot of people were saying, well, you know, are you trying to get us out of the op? And and that wasn't it. It was, I'm trying to get you to think beyond where the four walls of the operatory or the four walls of your office. And so that's where I had it to go. I started my um, professional development journey uh, maybe like six years ago, maybe six or seven years ago before I took the leap into entrepreneurship. And my first book that I write was Motivation Manifesto. And I needed to get to a place with being okay with who I am. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing. And so that's why I chose Beyond the Prophy. And now with the work with the women that I do, my network is not geared towards dentistry, it's geared towards um, entrepreneurial women. And so that's called Breakthrough to Excellence Network. Mm-hmm. And that's because a lot of us have to kind of break through our chains put on by other people that we allow mm-hmm. and kind of break through some of the, I don't know, barriers that we put in front of ourselves to really get to that level of excellence. And that level of excellence is dependent upon what you desire and that's all that matters is what is it that you desire? What do you want,
0: yes. right? Yes, it is. I And this is another thing that's making me chuckle a little bit. Uh, because one of my courses is called Breakthrough, and it it's not about busting through that paper, you know, like at the football game or something. yeah, it's about recognizing what are some of the learned behaviors, yeah, what are some of the mindsets that are there that you're not even aware of that you're running in the that neural pathway programming, and recognizing that there's a voice in there there's a knowing within us that is really driving and when we connect that we we break through the limitations or the limiting belief systems yes that you know propel us it's propelling us already um but being able to break through the communication barrier with self you know being able to hear what is it you really want like you said um what it what do i want you know that's a a large <laughs> bit of my coaching. people will be like, "I don't know what I want, I so that's okay. I can help with that uh, <laughs> that's the easy part um, the back it up. what do you know about you? you know what do you know that you're not even telling yourself? Um, let's say it out loud here or you know let's give it a voice so that the expansion can happen and I love that you're expanding uh, because the the prophy, the cleaning it also, you know every, words have so much meaning and energy has so much meaning to me so when I heard when I read it I was like ooh okay beyond the cleansing what are we doing beyond the cleaning well you still have to take care of your teeth, you can't depend on yes. going, you know, so you still have to maintain yourself, there were all these yeah. metaphors that kept popping in my head and then I'm like why don't I just ask her because <laughs> it always makes more sense. So, what is it that you love the most about the work that you're doing with your amazing women?
1: I think it's a twofold answer because, um, okay, so for instance, if you take a look at my life, I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, Southside, Jamaica, Queens. Mm-hmm and I grew up in an apartment building, you know, and didn't have much. I had enough, thankfully. I didn't have to deal with any homelessness or anything like that. I was a first college graduate out of six children. I'm number five. And ever I was the problem child, mm. okay? I was the one that was a lot of energy. Yeah, Like no one could contain my energy, right? And I was told a lot of limiting statements throughout my life. However, there has always been a very strong pull within me to want to excel and to trust my intuition, right? Like you just (laughs) trust your gut, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew no one had gone to college. I'm going to go, right? I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm just going to go. So what I love most is that where i'm at right now and doing the work that i'm doing is because i trusted myself enough i had enough faith in myself it may have not have been perfect but i had enough to know that the desire i had was for me personally god-ordained and it was not I would be doing more of a disservice to myself by not following through with that, right? Mm -hmm. I know today if I was to pass away tomorrow, I would have no regrets Mm -hmm. because I choose to honor myself. So what I love most is that I'm honoring myself, I'm honoring my strengths, and twofold, I'm helping other women do the same. I feel like when we as women begin to, we're communal, OK, we're not meant to be doing this journey alone in life when we are helping one another, when we are all fulfilling our dreams and desires. That is what creates beauty in life. I mean, that to me has you have happier women, you have happier families. If you're raising a children, you're, you're much more happier if you are in a relationship that will also blossom as well. Mm-hmm. So what I love most about what I'm doing is that I've honored myself in all steps, even when I felt like there was no way that I could accomplish what I desired. And and then seeing the women who are really, a lot of them are surpassing anything I've ever thought of you know, doing in my career. So I would say that's what I love the most.
0: I love that because I truly believe in the ripple effect. And you know what we offer goes out exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, <laughs> you may not know. We can't know what's best for someone else, but we can certainly see what their possibilities are. And I feel like sometimes I'm offering that and holding that that place, not for them. Because I truly believe everybody's capable. But as this do you like it, do you, do you want to feel like this? Um, because that that divinely guided you know God energy that that source, you know, however you describe it runs through all of us. Yeah. And when that's plugged in, they, I call it my contact high. like this is why I've never had to do any drugs. Because it, when somebody else is doing well, I get so excited mm-hmm. because that energy is—it's palpable. Yep. and I believe it, it. It does bring the healing. So for you to stay connected to that knowing, you know, that drive within you, and you know, even when others were trying to squish. And that happens to a lot of us that are out here saying, okay. hang on, wait a minute. I think there's a different way. Because you know, yep. I'm I'm one of eight children, and I used to say to my mom, it's okay. You can tell me I'm adopted. Like, I, I'm okay <laughs> with it. Because if you look at the numbers, one that's different than the other seven, there's yeah. got to be something going on here. Yeah. Um and yeah, we all look alike, so it, it, didn't, it didn't work. It didn't fly with her. I, that's when I got the full name, Victoria. Um, so I heard in one of your podcasts that you do look at business as a spiritual journey. And that's what I'm hearing you yeah. say yeah. here as well. And that the service, and I feel like, like I said earlier, people are craving this People are, it's one of the reasons I started the podcast, because, you know, I have a great business, and I have clients all over the world, and yet I'm like, aha, I need to help the people who are, for some reason, I'm charting in Botswana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting to me. I might never meet them, but if one little nugget, you know, has them believe in themselves, I do feel like that contact goes out. So... Can you share if if you want to share? Do you have a um, a guiding principle? I mean, you said service, so I know that. Um, that I love that you said. If you pass tomorrow, that you'll feel like okay, I'm good to go. Um, but is like what lights Jasmine up? In your own connective, intuitive process, like what does that for you?
1: Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I have I have some principles that are really important to me. I think one of the the biggest things that I would say is integrity is is a huge. A huge part of my life not just for my business but for the promises that I make to my husband and children yeah. Um, and so you know when I let me see this was a year after my mother passed away and I wind up getting in a very um, really really bad place after she passed she died unexpectedly in 2013 a year later, exactly a year later after she passed away, I'm still at that toxic work environment. We go out to celebrate with um, the family and um, everything was well. My two children, my husband, everything. It was our anniversary. I come back home and I have debilitating stomach pain. So bad that all I could do was lay on the bathroom floor. Oh. And my... Um, daughter walked in, I can't remember which one it was. And they had asked me, mommy, are you okay? Are you okay? And I thought to myself, my mother never had an opportunity to fulfill her goals at all, right? There was things that I have found that she had kept from me after she passed away. And I feel that she died as young as she did at 69 because of the unresolved stress, never taking the time to heal from that. Mm-hmm. So for me, integrity is big because not only do I want to make sure I uphold myself for my clients, but there's other people that are relying upon me as well, and it's my kids. Yeah. And like I'm raising warrior women, mm-hmm. and I want them to know that mommy can still honor herself and still be a great wife and a great a great mom. And when I say like when I talk about the business being a spiritual journey it's because the the woman that I am today did not even exist a couple of years ago. I feel like you know I am more okay with who I am than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I am trying to heal generational curses. And that's why integrity is such a big thing. It's mm-hmm. like, if I decide to not live by what I'm teaching my clients and decide not to honor myself, I am not upholding integrity. Agreed. You know, if I say to my kids, mommy's going to be off from work and we're going to enjoy our weekends together where there's no work, right? And mommy is giving you the attention that you need. And then I don't honor that. I'm not mm. holding integrity, mm-hmm. so like I think that's a really big guiding principle for me. I'm not saying I'm perfect, um, but I think that keeps me in check and aligned as much as possible. And knowing um, who 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 it is that I want to show up to the how, who and how I want to show up to the world. Yeah, does that make
0: sense? It makes a lot of sense. It it, <laughs> it really does, and I. Especially women, um, and you know, some amazing men that I've met. There, when we're too much in service, you know, to others, we can't be of service to ourselves. Um, and I feel like having that—I call it my scaffolding. So I know when I lean outside my scaffolding, and like you, I was raising kids while I was doing a lot of this and didn't always follow that principle of, mm-hmm. let me give you my active listening and my, my attention. And I saw the repercussions of that and felt them because it affects the relationships. And as much as I, I love the businesses that we all have, that, I don't feel like that's our soul's mission here it might be one of the contributors Yep. Yeah. but the, I believe the soul to be here to teach us joy and love and, ex- and experiencing this human uh, journey with that and you know I, I really believe our kids choose us so if they went through that soul went through the effort of saying okay I'll go down with that wackadoodle you know <laughs> in my case um, <laughs> I, you know, I deserve, they deserve me to say, okay, what does that take? And I love the word integrity. I wrote a blog one time, and I actually wrote it on my paper here, ask her about her integrity. (laughs) So.